This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night China, your guide to love in China with hosts Nathan, Rachel, and Eleanor. Every week, we'll bring on a different guest and share about topics related to dating in China: first dates, bad dates, breakups, and everything in between. We'll also have read-in stories and want you, our listeners, to get involved. Being a foreigner abroad can sometimes be quite challenging, and now more than ever, it's important that you look after your mental health. If you or someone you know is struggling with worsening depression or anxiety related to coronavirus, displacement from our homes, work, disruption in our schedules, isolation, please don't be afraid to reach out. We know somebody who is offering online appointments and wants to make sure that everyone knows that help is available, even if the resources for English speakers in your area are limited or difficult to reach by transportation. If you have any questions or would like to find out more information, feel free to contact Adam. On WeChat or by email, his WeChat is capital A capital R O S E. That's lowercase three, so that's A Rose three. And you can email him at Adam dot Rose at stepahead dot cn. Or if you want to reach out to us, we can also put you in contact with him, so you can reach out to us at date night china at outlook dot com. Okay, welcome back, China Daters, to episode thirteen. This is a very special episode because we are halfway through the season. So I am particularly excited about this one because it is just the three of us this time.、Uh, Eleanor, how are you doing? I'm doing really good, actually. I'm feeling very positive today. I'm really excited that this is episode thirteen. Um, especially after having such Great guests coming on the show for the first twelve episodes,、um, especially the last one. I really, really enjoyed that. Jiaying was、uh, very insightful, so I'm feeling good. Great, yeah. Rach, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good. I feel like the past few days have been really nice and fun. Spring has. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel's the, already lost it. We are less than a minute hard, into the show, and she's lost it.、Today. She's been working、um, very hard this week. It's been, you, a, it's been like a long week, actually. It's been a long week, but still, but still, really good.、Um, but yeah, thank you so much, you guys, for participating in our latest WeChat chat up hour about Jiaying and cultural relationships. That was all really interesting. People shared a lot of great stories and experiences. So thank you for participating in that. Yeah, I love I love the episode. It just felt like you know every episode you probably notice.、Uh, Listeners, that we're, we're tinkering with the format and we're trying to improve on 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 the things that we're doing. And, and each week we have a review between the three of us, and we say what we like and what we don't like.、Um, but I feel we we got it spot on. L,、uh, what what did you particularly like about the last episode? Um, I think I liked most、um, learning about what her life was like. Well, or what her life has been like dating people from different backgrounds, because there are so many stereotypes.、Um, well, that I've experienced being in China, and a lot of、uh, Chinese friends have told me different things. And I think she was so open about her opinion and how she grew up and what dating was like for her that it kind of opened my eyes that no, like don't listen to stereotypes because everyone's just an individual and everyone has their own dating story, and it's still relatable regardless of where you come from. Mm. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. absolutely. I agree, and that's actually something we want to talk more about in the future. We've had a lot of great feedback, and a lot of people saying they want to hear more about intercultural dating and more about those kind of interactions and how dating works in China when you're from different countries and different cultures. So we're hoping in the next part of the season we can get more into that. Oh yeah, plenty of time. But for now, we hope that you have got a drink at hand or a kissing or hugging buddy. Um, because we're going to、um, uh, tell you the rules of our brand new uh, uh, game. It's a date night China drinking game, and if you don't know about this, you can find the rules on our social media, on our Instagram, and we do post it in our WeChat group.、Um, but if you want to know the、uh, rules now, we'll run through them. So, Rach, what's our first rule for the drinking game? Okay, take a drink when the bullshit buzzer is pressed. <laughs> 
Take a drink when a new guest is introduced. <laughs> Take a drink anytime anyone says we should do an episode on that. Take a drink anytime Rachel has to steer the conversation back on track. <laughs> Take a drink anytime a host shares a sexual preference. Drink two times if it's Nathan. Drink when a host shares a personal story. Drink twice if it's Eleanor. Drink anytime a host asks for a definition or clarification. Drink twice if it's Rachel. Uh, drink anytime the hosts tell the listeners to grab, pour, or take a drink. <laughs> drink anytime Nathan repeats himself. Drink anytime Rachel laughs. <laughs> drink anytime Eleanor forgets what she was going to say. Oh, and then we've, we've added oh, a few more. Yes, drink anytime more. Rachel says uh, 100%. No, that's Eleanor. Anytime oh, yeah, Eleanor. Eleanor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anytime Eleanor says 100%. Uh, yeah, I think that's all. Oh, wait, no, there was one for me. I've got like a personal thing. I need to cut it out, actually. It's when I say, you know, in between things. <laughs> You know, that's instead of going um oh, and ah, uh, and I say you know so much and I hate it. My brother actually, he takes a piss out of me and he calls me up every time I say it. I hate that I say it, and I've just this is a, a habit that I've had for years, and I just cannot kick it. Now's now's the time to break it, or our oh. listeners are going to be so drunk. They're going to be so drunk because they're going to just be drinking all the time. I might do it on purpose, episode. you know. <laughs> <laughs> With Rachel laughing all the time, they're going to be oh drunk. Oh my god, I know. Sorry, guys. Um, well, <laughs> well, if you're listening, 100%. <laughs> if you are listening to this episode now, play along with the game. If you don't have a drink, like Nathan said, you can have a kissing partner and kiss every time, or just a hug or a handshake. Whatever you know, yeah. No, even a wink, a cheeky wink would be okay. <laughs> no, not a handshake. That's how you spread coronavirus. Oh, winking then. Do a lot of winking. A lot of nodding, a lot of winking. <laughs> okay, so now that we've kind of talked about last episode, let's introduce this episode. It's just the three of us, like we mentioned before. So you're going to get to know us a little bit more intimately and know about what we've been up to lately, how our lives have been changed since Date Night China started. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about navigating single life. We're all kind of single. Yeah, or, or, you know, complicated <laughs> situations or, um, yeah. yeah, you know, sort of single, single, whatever. How about you, Elle? <laughs> I'm definitely single over here. <laughs> <laughs> There's no quarantine love happening in my life. <laughs> so a big reason we wanted to do this episode with the three of us is we recently did a survey if you haven't done the survey yet, we're going to put a link down at the bottom, or you can find that in all our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and it's basically, we wanted to hear your feedback. And we've got a lot of great responses about the topics they've enjoyed and what, what things they want to hear more about. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that this episode. And you'll see we've taken your feedback to heart, and we hope to include that in future episodes. But we also wanted to talk more about why... Uh, we started Day Night China again. I think we lightly mentioned it when we first started the podcast, episode 00, right, Nathan? Yep. Um, and I guess the whole point of us starting this is we're not relationship experts or uh, sex therapists or gurus. We're no professionals in any way. We're just enthusiasts. <laughs> yes, we're very excited about mm. things. Um, and we just wanted to share daily stories, daily life as an expat in China. So these are conversations that you have with friends at the bar, at the pub, when you're just out and about, people that you're meeting at the pub. So it's uh, just our experiences with that, and we wanted to share more of that with just everyday life and people in China. Should we like update it for like this new like world that we live in? So instead of like meeting in the pub, it's like you know if you're on house party app or Zoom <laughs> or doing FaceTime, you know this is what how you would chat. There. Yeah, maybe we need to update that. Yeah, it wouldn't be relevant. Yolo. <laughs> no, that doesn't apply here, does it? No, no. <laughs> so I'm still I still don't understand how to use it. It's it's foreign to me. It's weird. Um, so have we have we mentioned everything that we need to mention? Yeah, basically. Are we ready Anything to else? rock and roll? Yeah, I think we're ready. Let's do this. Yeah. Okay, so after the break, um, we're, you're going to get the nitty gritty. The uh, We're going to strip bare for you all, and we're going to be grilling <laughs> each other with some Ooh. really hard-hitting questions. Elle, are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm so ready to be stripped bare and grilled. Ooh, <laughs> I bet you ooh. are. You... <laughs> ooh, it sounded really sexy at first, and then the grilled part... Oh, yeah. Okay, mm. good. Okay, well, grab a drink or a buddy <laughs> and we will, uh, you'll hear from us after the break. 
Okay, China Daters, we're on to segment two. Um, so last episode, we were talking about cross-cultural relationships. It was actually a really, really insightful episode. I think we can all agree on that. And we've had lots of great feedback and a really good WeChat chat-up hour about it. But this episode, we are going to strip there and take it back to the single roots. Because all three of us are essentially single. Essentially, um, yeah. Essentially, okay. Nathan, you want to share? Well, you know, I mean, there's perhaps, there's this sort of like degrees of singleness, you know, isn't there, you know? Openly single or you know exclusively single maybe there's differences there yeah there's you know there's sort of like you know having having a thing and then also being sort of like sort of like open you know that's that's also a thing well we will get into that because we're gonna actually give you guys more of an insight into our lives and we're gonna interview each other how yes. exciting. I'm terrified. <laughs> I yeah, I actually I'm a little nervous actually. So the whole idea is like we're going to take turns interviewing each other instead of a guest. Um and we just want to chat a bit about how our dating lives have changed from the beginning of Date Night China until now. Um maybe how our single lives or dating lives have been and other juicy things we want to know about each other. But we don't know the questions that the others have prepared for us. So this is all going to be off the cuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I'm excited. <laughs> Who's, who, who are we going to do I first? Like I came up with a lot of questions. I know. Eleanor's super prepared. Um, um, Eleanor, so who do you want to do first for this? Well, I've already done Rachel. So Nathan, Let's how do about Nathan. we start with you? No, do me first. Okay. Let's Okay. Let's just fuck you over. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna ask Nathan like five different questions, um, just to get a little insight into his mind. Are you prepared? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm prepared. Five. You mean four? Doesn't matter. Just, just go for it. Just go for it. Um, you know, hit me. Okay. Okay. I will, I kind of want to ask the first one. Go for it. So I'm just gonna dive in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Recently, you have become sober. Mm. So, can you let us know whether drunk Nathan dates differently to sober Nathan? And if so, how? But follow up, sorry, to that question. It doesn't have to be like during this period. There are times maybe when you've dated girls or like gone on dates where you're sober or you meet people sober and you're not like on a like fun night out at like the bar. So, mm. how is that different? It could be now or a different time. I've actually got two instances actually involved recently, actually, when I was at Paddy's. The first instance was I was like my first week of not drinking and I went out because I wanted to be around people and partying, you know, while I'm not drunk and everybody else is because that's the only way to really get through it, I think. Anyway, I was talking to my friend, I was with my friend and he wanted me to talk to, um, he wanted me to wingman him. So he he wanted to chat up one girl, and he wanted me to talk to his mate, to, to her mate, and uh, so I did, and I started talking to this girl, you know, so that we both had a way in, and we did, and we got in, and we were talking, and it was all fine, um, but the conversation sort of ran to ground, and I thought to myself, wow, if I was drunk, I'd probably like think, yeah, okay, this is fine, and this is, I'd probably pursue it a little bit more, but. Um, you know, I kind of just wanted to just focus. I just wanted to be with my friends that night, and I just wanted to, like, get a good night's sleep, and I just, like, I had a lot of shit to do. And my point is, is that, like, I think Drunk Me would have, like, pursued something that I, w- I didn't actually care about, whereas Drunk Me, I mean, wait, Sober Me was, um, uh, um, thought, actually, no, because you're not really that interested in that girl, so don't, don't pursue it. And, yeah, so I think Sober Me is making better choices. For myself, it's like he's, he's got my back. When you're sober or when you're drunk, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm funny at all, generally. Or do you think they're funnier when you're drunk? No, the other night you told me you were out with a bunch of drunk people, and then he was texting me later, and he was like, "It's like hurting a bunch of cats." Or what did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I can't remember that instance, but um, uh, yeah, it is like herding cats when you're sober and you're with a lot of drunk people. You're just like, oh, every every word that comes out of your mouth is like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Everything that happens, like, oh, for fuck's sake. This is happening now. I've got to deal with this shit. The other instance was I was in a bar at Paddy's and I started talking to this girl 
And I only just came in for a soda and to check out this one person per table policy that's happening because of the Rona. Mm-hmm. It's called the Rona now because I'm cool. Um, and <laughs> and um, I started talking, this, started talking to this girl and we actually hit it off. And I was like, oh, wow, she's uh, pretty keen. And um, uh, she was interesting, very attractive. Um, and she was flirting with me. You know, she was definitely flirting with me. Um, but then I mentioned, she was like, oh, why haven't you got a drink? I said, oh, well, I've actually quit drinking. And she sort of like slowly but surely made her way back to her friends a little bit more. And then she did say, she's like, you know, after when you've got over your 30 days, you know, give me a call. And and I don't oh, know whether wow. like, and I don't know oh, whether. Oh, wow. Was I did, that kind of harsh or was it like, okay. I don't know whether it was a joke oh, okay. because, but then I thought to myself, you know, like sometimes when it's a joke, but it's sort of not a joke. I was like, hmm. Yeah, maybe this isn't a joke. So, um, uh, so that was interesting. Maybe she was like, red flag. What if he's given up drinking because he's actually mental when he drinks? Or, no, may- she, or maybe she, she thought you were like really an alcoholic. She or did. She she, yeah. asked, she asked me that like repeatedly. She was like, "Look, oh. you can tell me my family's had alcoholics. You can really tell me it's fine. I can deal with it." I'm like, "No, it's oh, just wow. a bet." And she was like, "I don't believe you." And I'm like, "I wouldn't believe me either." I mean, wow. like, it's such a ridiculous story. So um, that was quite interesting. I mean, did she even get your WeChat? Is she actually going to contact you in 30 days? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Toss up. Okay. Toss up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll see. next question. Okay, next question. Oh, Eleanor, I'm going to skip to number three really fast. Um, what's your okay. biggest turnoff in a relationship? It could be like a pet peeve, character trait, just something that you don't like, like or want or appreciate or think it's annoying. Uh, a pet peeve. Um, I... Um, Oh God, God, these are tough questions. Uh, a pet peeve. We uh, ain't speed dating anymore. Yeah, we're not speed dating. Um, a pet peeve, I guess. Um, not giving me my free time. If I say I'm going to do something, and then, and then I've not got the free time to do it. Like sometimes I just need space, you know. So I suppose there's that, or maybe just being too positive. You know, that's a bit of a pet peeve. Like, you know, like, because yeah. then, especially when you start dating, it's like every everything can't be fucking sunshines and rainbows. I'm mm-hmm. a pretty positive person myself, you know? But, like, if somebody's too positive around me, it makes me even, it makes me go negative. And I just want, I just want to see a bit of darkness in somebody's soul. So, yes, that's probably, that's. Wow. Yeah. I need, I need to see okay, that. Okay, so then. Damn. Then it's going to take us on to the next one then. So being in China, you've experienced quite a variety of relationships, I would say, knowing you. Yeah. Kind of ranging from casual to serious and even slightly long distance, you might say. But is there one you actually prefer to be in? So, Or is there one you haven't tried, like a, a dominatrix one or an open relationship? Or, you know, it could be really out there that you would be willing to try but and you think that there's a potential to find them as an expat, but... You know, oh yeah, no, I, no, I've got a, a simple answer for that right now. Um, I right now I'd really love a fuck buddy that would be open to threesomes. That would be that's so, such a typical lad thing to say, but that's generally where I'm at. That's 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 where I'm at. <laughs> you right had that now. question so ready to answer. Like, just, it's like you thought about that. I've, I've been I have been You've thinking, thinking about, about it. it. I have been thinking about it. Yeah, because I have tried. I did try having a, a fuck buddy um when i first moved here and it just got too messy and it like you know it obviously was leading to something and so i've not got a lot of hope in like the whole like friends with benefits sort of things i i I don't think that actually you know because eventually it's not going to be casual eventually it's going to evolve into something else and usually somebody's going to get hurt so i i don't know no serious relationships for now just a casual fun time yeah, I'm doing a lot of like, you know, like the whole like quitting drinking and the caffeine and like, you know, the, a lot of other things. I'm sort of like really focusing on myself. So I don't know if I've got the capacity to um, uh, to be in a relationship. And also, I don't know if anybody would want me right now because I'm sort of like fixing myself Aww. up. You know, Aww. no, that's not, no, that I mean, like, you know. We but, still want you. We want no. you. Will you be in a three-way relationship with us? <laughs> oh, no, this relationship is very fulfilling. No, no, I get everything I need from, from this one. But, um, uh, yeah, I think right now, just um, um, just a, a good fuck buddy. Fair. 
Right. I think in that case, we're going to have to just leave it at the three questions because Great. you are a talker. <laughs> oh, wow. Christ. Oh, wow. 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 Okay, okay, wow. okay. Okay, who's next? So... Nathan, should we do Rachel? Let's 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 do I'm Rachel. Ready. Let's do Rachel. Who wants to go first? Love doing Rachel. Yeah. Um, you go first. You've got uh, quite a good funny one. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I need more beer, actually. Oh, okay. First one. Um, would you ever date someone on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a secret crush on Eleanor this whole time, actually. <laughs> Holy fuck! You know I what? I was disappointed that Let's you never got with Eric. Oh, Eric. Oh, yeah. Do you guys remember I brought Eric on the show? We met on Tinder, and I just asked him in Tinder, like, will you come on the show? And he was on episode two. (laughs) Was that episode two or three? Three. Three. Um, He was really nice. He was really great, really funny guy. But I think we both realized the podcast was probably the best date I could ask for with him. He's a great person, great guy. Uh, But, yeah, nothing happened. Okay, Eleanor. Okay, Rachel, this is a good one, and we everyone needs to know this. How is holiday Rachel different to everyday Rachel? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, holiday Rachel is, like, dying to come out right now, actually. <laughs> Nathan, Nathan, is, Nathan is doing obscene gestures with his hand in his mouth right now. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think I explained before um, a little bit. Like, holiday Rachel is just very different. It's different when I'm in a place that I'm not oh. currently living in and a place where I feel like there's no, uh, I don't want to say like expectations gossip. or anything. Huh? Hmm? Or gossip. Yeah, gossip and like people who know people and like people are always talking in Beijing. Not, I mean like not all the time, but I, there's just like no limitations when you're on holiday. It's total freedom, like a total mental break and you don't have to worry about anything and you can for me, it's just like I can totally let loose, have fun, have a great time, and um, get out of my head a little bit. But are you like, are you like running down beaches naked? <laughs> to go skinny, what are you doing? I have, like I have, you know? I have been like in Thailand, but it's not like a total one eighty. It's not like I flip out and like I'm like on drugs and heroin and like totally like acid tipping <laughs> off of my mind twenty four seven. It's it's more just like a total. Um, uh, I don't know. I really am not too much more different. It just more like amplifies my normal like Cafe de la Post attitude. It's just a bit more magnified. Um, So loads of going around snogging people. Oh, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, Nathan. (laughs) But actually, a follow on from that, though, do you feel like because you're so social and the, the, the expat scene is so tightly knit, do you feel like there's a lot of pressure to be a certain way? Do you feel like you are always holding back? Um, I don't know if it's holding back. It's more like, like even now, like the other week when we were at Patty's, I ran into like two guys I had been on Tinder dates with when I first moved to Beijing. And it's kind of like that reminder in the back of my head of like, the Tinder dates weren't bad or like good. It, they're, they're two guys that I'm like, oh yeah, we're fine with each other, but we don't talk anymore. And it was kind of like they pop up and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep running into people. It doesn't make me. It's not exactly a cautious feeling. It's more like it's a realization of like how small things are sometimes. Or maybe it's a maybe it means I need to branch out a little bit more in the bars I go to. But all the expats hang out in certain areas. Um, yes, L. But you do you do have like certain standards for if you wanted to get into a relationship. Like I feel like I know that because I've known you for quite well, and yeah. I think that's great. But do you feel like? because you are a social person and you know you know that you're going to be in China for a while and some of the people that you do meet aren't necessarily as dedicated to being in one place at one time do you think that that kind of holds you back from trying to be in a relationship so I feel like you date a lot of people but Mm -hmm. you you have a tendency to like give everyone a chance but Mm -hmm. you don't really dive in all the time you know yeah so do your standards fuck you over (laughs) yeah they do (laughs) Because that comes in two parts because because I've been in China for a while now, like I've been in China almost five years. And I think a lot of people for China, like China for them is like either like a short term, like one or two year thing where they come and they go, they leave very quickly. It's not exactly a long term thing. And that plays with my mind a little bit or comes into consideration. And then the other part is my standards. I think because of my upbringing and my certain values and what I'm looking for in a relationship, um, it, it kind of comes into play when I am dating. And then I, I cut people off kind of pretty quickly. I'm like, oh, you'd be really fun to date. 
Um, but I realized I need to, you're not somebody I would actually seriously want a relationship with. So I kind of put a boundary up very quickly about that. Um, just because I, I know my standards with somebody I actually want to seriously date. It's, it's a little bit hard. I haven't really found that in Beijing. Um, I found that once in Guangzhou, that was, <laughs> that was a really great experience, but it's not something I've easily found here. So it's more fun to just be like, okay, I'm going to keep it light, have fun dating and just go on lots of dates and get to know a lot of people. I want to circle back to the Guangzhou guy <laughs> in, a, in a later episode. We should do an episode on that. I think um, that's the love of my life, Jay. honestly. Really? Jay yeah. Was, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Wow. 100%. Yeah. Wow. 100%. Which we definitely need to circle yeah. back to that. Wow. Like he was, yeah. He, he was my, the first guy I ever went on a Tinder date with and met in person was this guy in Guangzhou. And, and we you could, fell hard. I fell super hard. Like we fell super hard for each other. It was like, but he like lives in America. And so he can, was can just, I guess his progression, uh, profession? So I feel like, can I? Sure. Can I guess? Okay. So I'm not going to say teacher. Okay. I'm not going to say teacher. Well, unless, he lives in America. So, lives in America. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So was he, I'm thinking about who you'd like. Was he like some sort of like rock climber or like Mountie or something? <laughs> no. Was he, did he like, you know, like, is he a firefighter that only saves puppies? Close. Jason. Oh, Jason. He's a police officer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's good. Really? Oh. Well, he was actually going to the police academy in San Francisco. So, like, like the comedy went... police, yeah. like the films. <laughs> like nine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Does he do funny voices? <laughs> okay, I've got, yeah. I've got a question. Um, okay. Do you think you're still single because people see you constantly on your Instagram on your own and assume <laughs> that your boyfriend is holding the camera? <laughs> <laughs> Who's asking that question? I didn't. I'm, asking, I'm asking that question. That's hilarious. Um, no, it's, it's almost the opposite effect. I don't know who I've told this to. Was it you or Eleanor one time? Okay, so what I do, I take my own photos on Instagram, but a lot of people ask me that and they think I have an Instagram boyfriend or like an Instagram husband, maybe. But more often, guys that I date look at my Instagram and they think, Oh, she's really into Instagram <laughs> and they just, they don't understand the hard work and like what I put into it behind the scenes um, or like that I want to be traveling by myself all the time. They're like, why do you want to travel alone? Um, but I just enjoy that. And I love that. And a lot of guys don't get that. <laughs> but maybe guys maybe look at, maybe, is, it, is this a problem? Do guys look at that and think that I already have maybe. a boyfriend? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. We'll have to do a survey. Or should we do a podcast on it? Yeah, we should do a podcast on it. Good question. Okay, I mean we've got some we've got we've got time for a few more one more or um we gotta do we gotta do L. Yeah, we gotta do L. Yeah. Okay. Are you happy, L? Shall we are you happy with the way that we've questioned Rachel? Yeah, she actually had more questions than you. I think you added in more than we the, uh, the ones we weren't gonna say. I know because so few of these questions really oh, made have, me laugh. You have a big list of them. Yeah, they really okay, made me off, laugh. Off air I wanna hear them. Okay, I okay. Okay, okay, let's talk to Elle now. Okay. Um, let's start with something fun. Are you ready? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So ready. Let's do this. Um, we didn't consolidate our questions. That's okay. Um, okay, just to start us off, Eleanor, would you rather go on a date with an attractive guy who talks about his feelings too much or an attractive guy that's a dumbass? Like oh, that's really complete, difficult because... Yeah. And when, mean, when I, I sorry, like, and when we say dumbass, he's a real fucking like is it it hurts listening to him talk. Like okay, the lights are I on, but nobody's home. Like that. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I, I feel like I have sat and this. I I have a tendency to still sit and listen to people's until I kind of find a way out. But I really I find it very difficult for someone just to only talk about their feelings. So both of those situations, I would absolutely hate to be honest. But I pick the feeling ones over a total idiot who has no sense of like humanity or anything mm. that's what I think about you like I remember I've seen guys come up and hit on you and like talk to you and I, I feel like if they have a lot of feelings you almost kind of enjoy talking with them through their feelings and you kind of become more of like a um sister <laughs> yeah like or just yeah, like, like a mother yeah people because you have before. a great you have great advice for people though so I feel like you'd prefer the feelings because you can what talk people through them what if, what if you're like a MILF <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, but I don't have kids, so I'm not a male. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. So, here's a question: um, What sex positions wouldn't you try in a taxi, or haven't you tried in a taxi? <laughs> um, honestly, I'd be open to all, but obviously there are going to be some that are difficult. But I don't know what it is. I just love the taxi. 
Okay, so what's the go-to move in a taxi? What's the go-to position people, for you? If people want to have sex in a taxi, what would you advise them? I mean... Get in here first. It's a lot <laughs> you always have to start with foreplay. So <laughs> you have to start with that. And it's a lot easier for, you know, actually... I feel like Chinese taxis are a lot easier because you've got the barrier around. Like, DDs are difficult because there's no barrier... You know, whereas if you get in an actual taxi, you've got that um, sort of protection from that the privacy. Driver. But yeah, getting head first or giving head, and then go on top is the easiest. Yeah. Mm, okay. But like facing yeah. away or like actually like sat across him. You mean like you mean like doggy? I mean not doggy. I mean you mean like cowgirl or like yeah. reverse? Cowgirl? Like reverse, reverse okay. cowgirl, I guess. Yeah. It's like you sat on his lap. Mm, yeah. Oh right, facing to him because then it's deeper. You can. Get it more. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Nice. Um, okay. So let's get a little bit deeper, Elle. Um, You've mentioned before in some podcasts, like you in Beijing at least, you didn't go on many dates much. Like, you know, you've casually had fun or whatever. But now that you're back in the UK, are you ready to date more or have more serious relationships after coronavirus, of course? Um. That's really difficult because, you know what I've realised through doing the podcast and I've thought about my dating life quite a lot, I think I'm actually a slight commitment phobe. I have, uh, in the past, I've had lots of trust issues, which I've gotten over, but I think there is a big inkling of me that is finds it difficult to commit because there's always going to be that feeling of, are they really the type of person? And that brings me to a point I was thinking about earlier, that two boyfriends that different times said to me oh you're so confident yet so insecure and I was like I'm offended like what do you mean insecure I'm not insecure about how I am or how I look but then I realized what they meant was is that because they'd always say you don't open up emotionally like you don't tell us how you feel blah 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 so I was like maybe they meant I'm insecure in the fact that I I can't tell people how I feel because I'm scared that the stability won't be there that I want so I think no matter where I am, I'm going to find that difficult. So I'm always going to be a bit reluctant. So it depends on the person that I meet and whether they bring out of me that emotional side. Does that make sense? Well, okay. Yeah, no, it does make sense. Well, following on from that then, so do you think that pattern that you've been in, in your dating relationships, um, do you think that cycle has is, is not served you well? And then do you think that, are you looking to change that? I'm always looking to change my cycle. I'm always like, I'm going to break the cycle of dating people who... I always go for people who actually are, like, slight loners. <laughs> or they, they like the introvert or, you know... And I'm very different, whereas people always say to me, you should date someone who's a bit more similar to you. But I just... Uh, I seem to get on as, as friends with those people rather than actually date them. So, yeah, break the cycle. But at the same time, I don't know, if I have chemistry with someone I'm just going to go with it and see what happens but I do yeah I don't always go for the right people for me mm. I think mm. okay <laughs> yeah that's good I'm going to combine these kind of a little bit okay yeah no it's really good right <laughs> okay um so you lived in China for like about 10 years right um so looking back on your time in China would you change how you approach dating or would you give yourself different advice looking back? Oh, good question. How you did date? <laughs> that is a like really you didn't good question. Hear it before. Um, I think when I came, I was very young, and let's let's say I my whole dating, not my whole dating life, but the, the main parts of my dating life have been in China and always been with expats. So I've never really known that home life dating apart from when I was basically a teenager. So yeah, there's loads of advice that I would give myself then but I think I wouldn't regret anything because everything that's happened to me has made me into the person I am now and has made me so much more people whether people want to believe it or not caring about other people's feelings and more understanding of why people are the way they are when you date them or you know I don't know how to explain what I mean by that but I I don't regret anything mm. no. that's, that's great that's really good no I think that's awesome 
Um, well, that's all our questions that we have for each other. We hope you guys enjoyed this interview we session. Hope, yeah, we hope feel pe- people feel like we've we've, uh, we've we've certainly talked a lot. We have definitely talked a lot. Maybe yeah. you've gotten to know a little well, bit more about us. Know us better. Yeah, I I think like well, like people have told well. us like in the past few episodes, it's been so fun to hear the guests, but uh, we wanted to let you guys know a little bit more about us, I guess. Um, but yeah. also, if people feel the same way as us like please do reach out and let us know that you relate because sometimes it feels a bit lonely to 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 not be able to talk about how you feel or how you're experiencing your dating life especially when you're single because yeah you have fun and you talk to your friends but sometimes it's nice just to be anonymous and just say hey this is how I feel and no one really has to judge you on it because they don't know who who you are you know absolutely indeed indeed Well, we're going to take a break right now, um, refill your drink, or like we said last week, if you're not drinking, you could have a, dr- a kissing partner, maybe, or just handshakes or hugs or high fives. Or it's something. coronavirus time. Do Did like you just look at Rachel 60? slightly? Kissing? <laughs> 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 no. He's not drinking, so I I'm mean, drinking. he's getting desperate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we're going to take a break. So, yeah, go get a drink. Bye. I'm getting Okay, welcome back, daters, for part three. We're going to have a very quick session for the... Oh, I've already fucked it up. I've no, I've no idea how to start this session. We've got a game, basically. We've got a game to play, and we thought we'd just have to do something really fun and uh, it's it's a, a, a new game that we've invented. <laughs> okay. Can, so, I, can somebody take yeah, over so very quickly? Yeah, go out. So, because, okay, I don't know if anyone is on Instagram a lot, but there's been a lot of bingos no. going around. So I thought it'd be really funny to make a date night China bingo. So That's exactly what I said. Yeah, but you were fussing and faffling. I don't know what you were talking about. I didn't understand. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry, Nathan. So, date night bingo, but we're going to turn it into a never have I ever. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> so we put together. <laughs> like angry, angry Nathan. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> so, there's this bingo chart that we've made, and we're going to post it on our social media. So, you can check for it there if you want to play along. Um, but basically, it's a bingo chart with all these things that happen when you're going on dates and having fun when you're out in China. No matter what city you're in, you have probably experienced a lot of these things if you're out and about. So we're going to read these off as a Never Have I Ever game, and we're playing with three fingers. Okay. And we'll each take turn reading some of these statements about dating in China. If you have done it, put your finger down, basically. Okay. Who's, right. who's going first? I'm afraid of speaking now because I, I really fucked up the um, uh, oh. the start. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. And he's not even drunk. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay, actually, um, because it's you, El. Um, first one. Um, never have I ever gotten frisky in a DD. Actually, fuck. Yeah, you have. I have. <laughs> fuck. Oh, okay. This, yeah. We all have. Come on. I mean, oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Um. Eleanor, yeah. you want to go? Oh right. Okay, this I actually haven't done. Never have I ever, um, where is it? Uh, Travelled and been shown a city by a day. Never, never done that. I don't think I have either. In, no. in China, right? It has to be in China. Oh. No, I yeah, don't think so because I've always lived in those cities. Um, nev- I assume both of you had. <laughs> huh? Okay. Um, I assume both of you had. Nope. Never have I ever had a first date at an arcade. In China? In China. Nope. No, I haven't. Okay. You're no, neither have I. Uh, never have I ever gone on a Tantan date. Oh, yes, I, I have. I've never done that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I have. For realsies. I did my first year in China a lot. Eleanor? Oh. Um, uh, never have I ever dated more than one person out of a friendship group. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Nathan. Rachel's just pointing at you. <laughs> I was just holding my one finger. But you but... know, you can do that inadvertently because you can start dating somebody and then it turns out they're friends with somebody else and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's the thing. You don't realize that they're in the I same know. friendship group. Yeah. I know. It's such a ball That's hard. That's hard. Puts you in a very mm-hmm. tricky position because then it's like, well, how are you, have you got to be honest about who's fucking who? Or like, you know, like it's so complicated. <laughs> who's next? Um, me. All right. <laughs> <Rachel>. <laughs> Never have I ever 
um, gone on a romantic tuk-tuk date or ride? Romantic. I've, uh, I think I've been. Not just like a drunk. I've been on like a drunken night. Like, oh, oh we're yeah. going to the next bar. Let's hop in. Yeah. But I wouldn't make count it that. Out. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't okay. count that as like a romantic. No, I've never done that. Okay. Um, never have I ever used WeChat people near me to find a date. Like done the whole nice. shake thing. I've never done that either. I mean, I tried it just to see Actually, what it was like, but not to fun. find a date. Yeah, just to see what's, what it is. No, successfully But not done to it. find a date. It only counts if yeah. you've successfully done okay. it. Okay. Okay, if none of you guys have done this, I'd be very surprised because I know you have. Pick up an expat at the only bar or the most popular bar in the city. Well, you've done that too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. We've all done I'm that. out. <laughs> but you guys need to drink. Yeah. <laughs> drink. Cheers. Drink. And if you lost that game as well at home, everybody, you need to drink also. <laughs> So there's more on the list that we didn't get to. So go check out our social media and we'd love it for you to share that on your Instagram and let us know what have you done in China. Okay, so we're going to take a short break now and then we're going to get back to the deep, the meaningfuls. See, I'm better at that, you know, talking about my feelings and shit, you know? Yeah, you're really good at the deep shit. I'm deep, yeah, I'm good at like the deep shit. I like going deep, don't you? Stop, stop. Okay, back in a bit. Get a drink. Bye. Okay, welcome back, China Daters. We hope you've grabbed another drink and that you had fun playing date night bingo with us. So for this next segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about like our single lives, what we've been doing, how we've been navigating like the past few months and things since we started date night China um, and just jump into that a little bit more. And we have some questions, I guess, a little bit for each other. And we just want to share personal experiences. Um, so first off, like L, how have you been doing since we started Date Night China? How has single life been? Well, I'm single and I'm always ready to mingle um, and for my clit to tingle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I've never heard that before. I've never heard that one before. I want my I clit to I tingle. TV show one. Um, I did have that pre-prepared in my mind, to be fair. But um, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a lot of choice right now because I'm back in the UK. Was it necessarily a, really a choice? Um, but with everything that happened and I came back because I thought um, I'd still be able to make it to certain friends' weddings and family weddings. And now, obviously, the world's gone to pot, so who knows? But, yeah, I'm kind of here, probably going to be here for a while but I miss China dating. Like, I'm so jealous of you guys being able to get back out there, but also very happy for you because um, it was tough quarantining. Um, <laughs> shut up. But, um, yeah, for me, I think that l hearing other people's experiences on the podcast and, and having our WeChat group has really opened my eyes to a lot of things. I really, really enjoyed the difficult conversations one because, as I've said before, I'm not always the best with being um, good with my emotions. So that one, I was like, oh, okay, it's definitely better to just be upfront with people and tell them how you feel. So that one was an eye-opener. And I thought Tim was really good at like, explaining his experiences. Um, and actually, can I say, I've really enjoyed the ones that we do together because I feel like I've gotten to know you guys on a different level because, you know, being friends with you already. Um, and that's not helped my single life because I'm all about the podcast. <laughs> Well, actually, we didn't know each other at all. If it wasn't for the podcast, we'd Me only met each other know. once before. Yeah, it hasn't helped my uh, relationships, but it's definitely helped me uh, get a new friend. Aww. <laughs> oh, shucks. Aww. I think that's now a good point. Now your mouth and have a drink. I think that's a good point. I think uh, since we've done this podcast, it was a way to like talk about dating, but it's almost like, not that it hurt my dating, but I... I had a date today <laughs> to go on. Yes. Because of my life. No, okay, like my work life has been really busy and whatever anyways. And I was like, I just want to, I don't know why I scheduled a Thursday afternoon date. That was a bad idea on my part. But I knew we were going to podcast tonight. And I was like, I'm going to reschedule my date. And it was fine. It's fine. I mean, I guess, I mean. <laughs> I just, I love this. And it's a really good time with you guys. <laughs> I have a good time too, yeah. guys. Oh my god! <laughs> so on, on a serious Shut note, up. though, like when, before we started this podcast, I'd only been like one or two months out of a, like a long-term relationship, and you know when people you break up with somebody, they say 
start a new hobby or focus on work, throw yourself into work or, or work out or get that revenge body or whatever. I, we started a podcast, you know, and, and actually the relationship I've got with you girls is the, the most dearest thing that, I, that I've got in my life right now. I couldn't think of anything more Aww. valuable. Aww, but like when I think about China, it's, it's you Aww. two that make it. Seriously. Aww. Love you guys. Love you. Oh, it's so cute. Yes, I love it. So cute. Yeah. Love you guys. Oh. Okay. It's hometown. Oh, oh, yeah. All the listeners are what, what, throwing up now, yeah, drinking, what, what, downing their drinks now. God, why are we still listening to this? Okay, well, I, Rachel. What about yeah. your single life? Because you do a um, lot of data. Um. Yeah. Okay. Like it's been interesting. I think. Okay. So when we first started date night China, it was uh November, October, sometime around October, then, the yeah. birth of it. And like that was a very exciting dating time for me. I was going on lots of dates and seeing somebody, like several people actually going on lots of dates, just having fun. It was a really good time. Um, and things kind of calmed down during Christmas. And since coronavirus, it's been kind of a weird thing, you know. Um, but I feel like things have come a little bit full circle for me. Things in Beijing are getting a little bit better. Um, spring is here and I've started going on dates again. I had a date last Saturday morning and it was really good. Day dates. Yeah, day, day date. date. It was my yeah, first a morning date. It was my first ever day date. I've never done like a morning date. Like I usually go on evening drink dates. It's just like the normal thing that I thought in my mind for dates. Uh, but this guy had a kind of a different schedule with his job. Um, and it just worked out better for us to meet on Saturday morning. And I was like, well, you know what? He seems like a really nice guy. So I'll just see how it goes. I have nothing to lose. So, um, it was really good. It was really good. Actually, <laughs> Nathan beforehand was like, he was like, don't let it feel like, an <laughs> don't let it feel like an interview. You had been telling me about a date that you went on during the day mm, and it yeah. felt like, I think day dates have a different vibe and you have to be careful. Like with night dates, it's very easy to feel like the fun flirty. You, you're drinking some drinks and cocktails. Um, and it naturally just feels a little bit more romantic or something can happen. Um, whereas during the day, especially when you meet like 10 o'clock in the morning for coffee, it, you know, it may not always have the same vibes. So I was a little bit worried like, Oh, is it going to feel like a flirty day? Is it going to feel fun? Or like what's going to happen? Uh, but it was great. It was really great. He's a nice guy. It was really fun to talk to him and just kind of get to know somebody differently. Are you going to see him again? Maybe. We've been talking a bit. Is he going to be, but are you going to do another day day or uh, is it going to be, are you going to mix it up? I don't know. Like, to be honest, I, with, with him, he's a really cool guy. It's just like with his job, he always oh. works afternoons and evenings and he like, he works at the embassy. He has a very different kind of job where like our schedules don't really line up. Mm. Uh, I didn't really hear like wedding bells ringing or anything or sparks flying it was more just like oh it's fun chemistry i thought so a little bit to be honest i think he thought i was a little <laughs> i think he thought i was a little too gung-ho china he's he's a marine <laughs> and he's i like my sister's in the military and i i know that perspective about yeah it's a very different thing and i don't mean to come across that way it's just like i've been in china for five years and i like traveling um so when i talk about living in china whereas like he was um made to live in China for his job so it's a little bit of a perspective it was really fun though it was really great to like talk to him about a lot of different things and it was like still a lot of fun flirty vibes and I think maybe we'll try to meet up again sometime and like meet up for coffee or something he plays volleyball too I play volleyball wow. so to be honest it was more just like I you love him volleyball guys I love oh my god a sporty guys oh, that's my thing like, is, I'm is, just is that the tip oh is god, that the tip yes. for everybody go for a volleyball yes. guy oh god yes oh I love that um, so to be honest, for me, it's more just like getting in back into dating. And it was like, oh, that's the first date I've been on in a while. So it was like, oh, it was just fun to get back out there. Like, so to be honest, like I've set up another date for this weekend. I just kind of want to get back out there, out there again. Like we talked about before, like I just enjoy going on dates and meeting people. So you know, with him, like may or may not like really happen or be something, but I want to just meet more people and I want to go on some more dates. So yeah, it's kind of where so I'm at right now. you're in a good place. I'm in a really good place. I'm really, yeah, yeah. How about you, Nathan? How are you doing? How about you, Nathan? Yeah, good. Well, I mean, I think if I had to give anybody, like, advice, I mean, when I um, stopped, when I got out of the relationship that I was in last year, I tried to date straight away. Uh, and not just because, oh, I'm single again. It was more so, I feel like if you if you finish a big relationship, you've got to get out there dating quickly so that it's not so much of a, um, uh, a mountain to overcome. You know, get out there and just, you know, and also it's good to feel desirable again and it's good to feel like that that sort of spark or that energy or to like be seen as a single person. So um, that set me on this journey, like meeting Rachel and then 
talking to you and then and then doing the podcast where and I've been on lots of dates and and like some near you know uh, relationships um I was seeing a girl I feel like you've had the most attention from the podcast girls love you you've had like such a good single experience for the podcast I have to say somebody joked early on that like I made the podcast solely for that purpose and I didn't <laughs> I really didn't um uh I just did it. <laughs> it's hard though when people say that. But anyway, this actually, this kind of story goes against it because this girl that I was seeing, she actually stalked me. She listened to the podcast and then she messaged me privately and she started asking me questions about dating and then she asked me out. Uh, oh, yeah. So I was like, wait, and I was, and I was like, what, are you asking me out? And she's like, yep. And I said, why are you asking me out? And she was like, well, I heard your voice and uh, you seem pretty funny and I want to I wanna ask you out. And I'm like, holy fuck, I've got to say yes. This never happens. <laughs> so I said yes and we met up and then we had about, we had about eight weeks, like, or like just over like Christmas. And it was like really great. It was the start of something really, really amazing. And then she said that you know, she's going to leave like in April. But then the coronavirus happened and she left way earlier. She left at like on like the second week in January. Mm. So, and I was really happy to see where it was going to go because I was saying, okay, well, we've got four months so we can see, you know, and things might a little change in four months. And if we're together, then, then we can work it out. But she left and the, the coronavirus happened because she was going to come back. So now we're still in touch. We talk every day and all the, you'll find out in my blog, if you fucking read it, I did one about some uh, <laughs> online dating. So, like, we've done karaoke. We've done, like, games and quizzes. We've watched movies. Um, but what I would say is that I know a joke about uh, – I'm not joking about a fuck buddy. I really would. We actually said that some, uh, we couldn't do the whole separation thing without sex, you know. So the problem with her situation is that she's living at her parents and, and um, she can't really get a fuck buddy right now. But uh, I think that's something that we're trying to work around um and um yeah she's just um uh, she's she's very um supportive and understanding of my time in china so she's very patient with that it's very difficult the whole long distance thing i never said that i'd do that ever again uh but you know here but i you, am hold on you've got loads of relationships in one there because technically you're single but in an open relationship and doing long distance yeah you're a, you can have a yeah it's a complicated thing i don't even know there. I don't even know what to uh, how to really describe it, but um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. So I just reiterate, uh, just a just a, a no feelings fuck buddy would be amazing right now. Any takers, please email. <laughs> yeah, date night channel. Date night channel. Yep. We're we're waiting. Yeah, yeah. Nathan's waiting. Uh, <laughs> um, head, a headshot and a um, <laughs> a, a video CV would be fine also. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we end this segment, do you guys like have any like favorite moments from the season so far? We're halfway through. Do you have any favorite like episodes, favorite moments, uh, anything like that? Oh, there's been so many great moments like with the guests, but I think my favorite episode for me personally was actually episode zero because I just had so much fun, and it was the first <laughs> one I did. Like you know. It was just great. I loved it. But there has been so many, so many good moments with all the guests and them sharing their stories that I've enjoyed. I loved the last episode with Jaying. Yeah, amazing really, episode, yeah, wasn't I think it? We all really so loved insightful. That. Loved mm. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um Yeah, I think yeah, for me, I think I would say the same. Um I tell you what, I still love episode two with Nick. It was a crazy <laughs> episode. Nick and Lauren. It was <laughs> It was a crazy episode with Nick and Lauren, but oh my god, I I was I've never been equally entertained and infuriated in equal, like that much in such a short space of time. You know, honestly, it's still one of the There's most talked about. It's one. one of the most talked about. I want Nick back on the show. People still Nick talk to needs us to about make a it. comeback. Yeah. Nick needs hashtag. Uh... People need to write in. You know, bring back Nick. <laughs> bring back Nick. As long as we can understand him. I don't give a shit if people understand him. That's not why they listen to him, okay? We just need to bring him back. Rachel, what was your favourite episode, <laughs> not number two? Um, 
uh, off the bat, I was thinking like episode zero, episode one as well, Eleanor, like the way that you were thinking. That was just, it was just purely so fun and just entertaining. We get so much great comments from people who start listening to our podcast and they're like, wow, it was just so funny, so relatable. There was like, it was the very start of it and like so raw and how we express things. And uh, it was, it was really fun. But also like, I'm really appreciative and thankful for all the, the guests who have come on. Um, like Jain was a really great episode. We've had so many great friends who came on and like Frankie and Kat and so many people we've just met and didn't know before and gotten to know better and hung out with more because of the podcast. And that's been really cool. Um, so I'm just really thankful for that. And like the the people on WeChat too, and like the friends who have like supported us, like it's oh, been yeah. really awesome. We've had a lot of really great support from a lot of people. It's been so nice. We should probably a special mention to our, to our friends that have helped us share it and talk about it. You know who you are and our success in spreading the word and marketing this thing, we wouldn't have been what it is now if it wasn't for you. So the friends that have helped us, thank you very much. You are babes. Yeah. Mm, babe. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we're going to wrap up this segment and then we'll come back and close it out. Oh, it's just not the end. It feels like the end. <laughs> should, we just, should we just end it? Do you, do you just end it now? Do we need... Well, the whole the, the whole ending. Okay, Nathan, we can end it now. Oh wait, what, oh, did you have all? What we're gonna? We'll be back. We'll be back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Rachel's got an ending to do. Oh my god! Don't so blame me. So we'll be back. Get a drink for all whatever. This is how we do it every week, Nathan. Okay. Why is this new? We'll take. We'll take. Go get a drink. <laughs> Okay, we're back now, China Daters. We're going to wrap up very quickly. This is officially the wrap-up part. Officially. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> um, we just want to share with you guys a few tips or things that we've learned from our single months living in Beijing as expats. So here's a few tips from Nathan. Okay, it's just one tip, and this goes back to our episode about difficult conversations. If you are dating and you're enjoying single life and you might be dating lots of different people or you might go through a streak of dating different people have those difficult conversations early on if you don't want to see somebody or something's not working out the sooner the better it's like ripping off a band-aid because it's only going to get worse you're only going to either hurt yourself or hurt, hurt somebody else so my tip would be have those difficult conversations sooner rather than later and if you do want to learn more about that you can listen to our podcast about it <laughs> shameless good, plug good plug yeah good plug <laughs> Okay, Eleanor, what would your tip be? Um, my tip would be take risks, like be spontaneous because you never know who might surprise you. That's that's going to be my tip. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Rachel? Yeah. Okay, mine kind of, yeah, it's all of that, all of the things that we've talked about. Um, just have fun with it. You know, like just because you're starting to go on dates, it can, it can feel like a lot of pressure. It can feel like, oh, my God, am I ready to start dating again? Or do I want to even go on dates? Like, um, and I just realized the past week when I've been like talking to more guys and getting back into it, I was like, yeah, this is fun. It can, it can be low pressure and still be a lot of good time. Like it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Just enjoy it and just have a good time with it. Keep it chill. Yeah. Keep it chill. <laughs> Keep it chill. Yeah. I agree. This has been a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. This has been fun. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we really know each other very deeply now. <laughs> <laughs> so, as it since you're not getting any action, has it given you what you need, El? This episode. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a roller coaster of emotions. Has hasn't it? And it's definitely yeah, it's satisfied me greatly. I have to say. Mm. Are we gonna do a WeChat? That doesn't sound very enthusiastic. No, you don't at all. It's so <laughs> I'm a little sarcastic. Yeah. Um, are we gonna do a WeChat chat up hour about this? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah sure, why not? Fuck it, why not? Rachel's like, sure, <laughs> fuck it, why not? Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, do you know what the WeChat hours are so great just to like have conversations? Sometimes we talk about the episode, sometimes it goes off in tangents. That's fine. It's They've just been... nice to get in. Really? They've been really great recently. Really mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. very stimulating, very interesting, funny, insightful conversations. So mm -hmm. thank you everybody who's contributed. And if you are in the in the group and you just like to creep and you just like to lurk and like listen and or like just like to like read, <laughs> that's fine. 
But it'd be great if you just wanted to comment, you know, if you know, it's always good to hear new voices. So if you've not contributed to the WeChat hour, um, just say hello and um, and just write in. Yeah, as, and as always, like we have all our different social media channels. If you want to look us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, just search Date Night China. We also have an email, datenightchinaoutlook.com, where you can contact us, get in touch, share your thoughts and stories with us. Um, we also have a survey right now where you can give us some feedback, let us know your thoughts, and if you have any ideas for future topics, and we will link that in the description below. Um, we just like love talking to you guys, and it's been really great to connect with so many different people from all over China who have been like really resonating with these thoughts that we've been talking about, even outside of China. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're slowly growing the uh, Western audience, which is fun. Mm. But twelve more episodes left. We're going to mm. talk about everything, you know. <laughs> everything. Yeah, we have a lot of exciting topics coming up, actually. In-depth that- conversations. <laughs> in-depth, super in-depth, actually. Because, like, we want to have fun with it, but we have a lot of deep, like, things that we realize we haven't even touched on yet. Like, so there's a lot to, to get into. Yes, indeed. I think there's just such a variety of people out there that we need to cater to the, all the audiences, mm-hmm. you know. We want to we mm-hmm. know about everyone. We want to talk about it. So connect with us. <laughs> yes, indeed. So are we ready to say goodbye? We're, we're ready now, Nathan. Yeah. Have to ask yeah. permission. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure anymore. Oh my god, yeah. Up yeah. is down, black is white, left <laughs> is right. I don't know. Okay, so thank you so much and uh, we'll see you for the next episode. I don't Yep. Yep. Yep, that's good. Bye. 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 Bye.